0: Father, thank you again for this great opportunity uh, to be a blessing to your people. Thank you for using me as an instrument. Lord, we pray that your word would go and penetrate the hearts and minds of people out there on the airways as well as the people here in the house. Let them hear your word and understand the uniqueness of your kingdom and how you love us so much uh, that you sent your son in you know, order to redeem us back to you. We appreciate you so much and we don't take that for granted. Thank you for this beautiful sunshine. And we thank you for everyone, all the gifts and talents that you've given so many people to help improve the quality of others' lives, whether it's through music or through dance or through engineering or through medicine. Uh, whatever it is, Lord, thank you for giving people a passion and desire to serve people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So uh, I want to make a quick announcement. Just to remind, uh, get your phones out or whatever, put on August 1st, 11 o'clock. August 1st at 11 o'clock. Put that on your on your calendar so I don't want you to miss it because that's when we're going to switch our service time back from 10 to 11. So we're going back to our original time on August 1st. Right? So for the month of July, we will continue to go at 10 o'clock a.m. And then on August uh, 1st, we will move our time back to 11 o'clock. All right? So put that in your calendar, make sure we have it so you don't miss it. So what do you do when God is your problem? <laughs> What do you do when God is your problem? Uh, What do you do when God is your problem? It's a very unusual kingdom. Uh, uh, God uh, loved David. God said David was a man after my own heart. Um, Even though David uh, was a human being, and when you read the Bible and you read about all the prophets and and all the kings and all those, remember those people and the apostles, remember those are real human beings, right? And a lot of times, man, we make them... Uh, so mystical that uh, there's no way we can live the life they live or whatever, man, because that was back then, and they was walking with Jesus and all that. I'm telling you, everything that was, is. Whatever they accomplish, we can accomplish. Whatever happens, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Uh, so David was a man after God's own heart, and David loved God. Remember, David was uh, uh, the children of Israel wanted a king, they wanted to be like everybody else, and God did not want them to be like everybody else. God wanted them to be different because he had an unusual kingdom, and his kingdom was a spiritual kingdom, and they were used to physical kingdom and they saw what everybody else was doing, and they wanted to be like everybody else that 's the worst thing you can ever do is want to be like somebody else because you really don 't understand what 's going on all right, until you really get in it right and so they really wanted to be like everybody else, so God gave them a king all right? they were really uh, God was really running the show so when uh, When the prophet came to them and they rejected him and they said they wanted a king, God said, remember, they're not rejecting you, they rejected me, all right? So then God gave him a man by the name of who? Who know? Who's the first king? Anybody know? Nobody know who the first king was? The first king of Israel. Who was it? Nobody knows. He came right before David. He chased David all over the world. Say it again. Saul, so, right. So he, he he chased God had made him and he was a and he was a man who loved God in the beginning and he loved God so much man that he would do it. Through. So God chose him, but then he was rebellious against God. Cuz God told him to go in and then capture this city. He said kill off everything because you had all these uh, idol worshipers and heathens and all. God said, "Listen, don't save anybody because I don't want anybody's heart to turn back to there." He said, "So what he did was he kept the best for himself. And because of that, man, God rejected him, right? And God says, I don't care what. Now, remember this here. It's important. Don't forget this part. He remained king even though he was rejected by God. God left him on the throne even though uh, God had rejected him. And God had anointed a new king by the name of David. He was a little boy um, in the backyard taking care of sheep. And God anointed him king. And David has such a devotion with God and such a love for God that God knew that he was the one man that was going to take the children of Israel where they had to go. So then God anointed David king when he was a little boy, and he had to go through a lot of stuff, right? But he established his kingdom, and God blessed him. And then David uh, was a warrior. And so when David got ready, David wanted to build God a house. And God would not allow David to build a house with him because he had blood on his hands. So he said, but I'm going to let your son build me a house. So he allowed Solomon, who's one of the wisest kings, his son to come in. His son was, his mother was Bathsheba. Now this is important because he, he was birthed uh, out of some crazy stuff where David uh, killed uh, uh, Bathsheba's husband, Uriah, and then he had took Bathsheba to be his wife and then they had birthed Solomon and Solomon was that the, the child and God had blessed Solomon so much, and that Solomon had so much favor, and he has so much wisdom, and he had access to so many resources. And all he had to do, now listen to this very carefully, all he had to do was follow God's orders. That's all he had to do. If you follow God's word, he said, I'm going to bless you beyond your wildest dream. Whatever you do, man, remember what your father did and love me, and don't deviate from it. Right. And so Solomon did that for a while. But, you know, Solomon loved women. Right. And so Solomon ended up getting messed around and got these girls uh, from the Philistines. And it was a beautiful, those beautiful Philistine women. And he started sleeping with them. And here's the thing. They turned his heart and he started building statues and all this stuff, man, for them and to worship them. And the God told him, don't do it. But he violated God's rule. Now, Remember, this here. And when he violated God's rule, God interrupted. God got into business and created some issues. Now, Solomon has two. He leaves. Now, Solomon started to change away from God. Then Solomon had two sons, Rehoboam and Jeroboam, Jeroboam, right? Now, God ended up splitting the kingdom, right? God ended up splitting the kingdom into two kingdoms, the northern and the southern tribes. Now, Judah and Benjamin was ran by a son by the name of Rehoboam. This is important. i got to give you this history so it makes sense to you because it's going to affect you today. Right? born man, really kind of loved the Lord like his daddy. Right? And the problem is Jeroboam uh, was one who turned his back on God. And he started, he wouldn't even allow the people, man, to, to serve like they were supposed to serve. He wouldn't give the priest a lot of the minister and all this stuff. And he kind of like turned. Jeroboam, all right, was not good. Rehoboam came in, and God blessed him. And he became so successful, people started leaving Jeroboam and coming to Rehoboam because they, he was allowing them to worship God with the dictates of their conscience. So they loved him, but here's what happened. The game changed. Now, I want you to understand this, man, as we walk, around, as we walk in the earth. Right? What do you do? When God becomes your problem, not your sin, but your problem, all right? So when, because whenever you sin, the wages of sin is what? Death. God is not going to allow you to sin and get away with it. I just want you to understand that. There's a consequence that comes and then God intervenes. And I don't care what anybody say. I don't care how much they pray for you. I don't care how much they speak with tongues over your life. I don't care whatever. Whenever you in violation of God's law, God gets involved, and now it's between you and God. And God becomes your problem. And I don't care who you get. I don't care how much money you play. I don't care who your therapist is. It does not matter. I don't care who your doctor is. It does not matter because God is your problem. And when God is your problem, what do you do? You can't live any kind of way. We're going to talk about that, right? Now, so I'm going to open it up with Second Chronicles chapter 15 and verse number 6, all right? Now, in the, in the 12th chapter of Second Chronicles, here's what God says, but when Rehoboam was firmly established and strong he abandoned the law of the Lord, and all Israel followed him. Now, this is rare born. He's the king, right? Uh, he abandoned the law, and when he abandoned the law, all the people followed him because he was the king. Right? Uh, and, and so that was an issue, right? So, so God speaks to the children of Israel. He speaks to uh, Judah and Benjamin, and he has a conversation. And in the sixth verse, all right? in the sixth verse, it says this, right? Uh, For God was troubling them with every kind of problem. Who was troubling them? God was troubling them. Now, they had rebelled against God and turned and did their own thing. I wanted to do me because I'm so smart. I'm so brilliant. I'm so intelligent. I have access to all the resources. I got job making. I got money. I got everything. So I'm going to do me. I don't need church. I don't need God. I can do me. All right? So, so, so I'm going to do and so the devil trick you in making you believe that you're in charge. And, and God is never going to allow us, right, to misrepresent him in the name of him. Now, you heard O'Negan was talking about Jesus in his glory. He said, you're not going to sing about me. You're not going to dance about me. You're not gonna do things in my name and misrepresent me when you leave here. You see, you're not, you're not, you're not gonna put on a show and misrepresent me. All right? I gotta, I gotta address that issue. Just like you tell your kid, now don't you? Phil, you remember this thing you told your kids and uh, 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 all of them. Now listen, when you leave here, don't you embarrass me. I'm not playing with you. Don't you embarrass me. I don't want to get a phone call. And they tell me was at the game acting a fool. Because if you do, when you get home, I'm going to whoop your, well, I'm a, you know, I'm going to do something to you. You know, I'm just going to do some. I'm just going to do something to you. I almost told you what my mama said. Be girl almost came alive. All right. She's, she's, uh, and so so it's important to understand that. So now, so, uh, so for God, troubled them. Now, they was, here's what happened. So Rehoboam uh, was doing well, but the children of Judah and Benjamin started doing their own thing. But it started way back when Solomon decided he wanted to mess around with these wives and these women he had no business getting in bed with. I want you to be careful who you get in bed with. They don't mean they say I ain't talking about sex. It might be who you partner with, who you hang out with. You got to be careful because the enemy is very deceptive. He'll transform himself into an angel light. And you think you with one person and spiritually you with somebody else. And they literally deceive you, man, and, and, and steal everything. They steal your heart. They steal your livelihood. They take your job. Because you thought that they was in your corner. Right? Now, so let's deal with this thing. All right? So now, in Second Chronicles, chapter 15, verse number 1, it says, Then the Spirit of God came upon Ezariah. I better do it this because it's doing its own thing. Ah, there you go. There you go. All right. So then the spirit of God came upon Azariah, the son of Obed. Now, Azariah was a prophet. Now, we don't hear anything about Azariah nowhere else in the Bible. But he was one of God's prophets. So God would speak to the prophet and then the prophet would talk to the people. Y'all may want to turn the air conditioning on, man, because Denise Quint is about to die on one side, and somebody on the other side with some red hair, she's about to die. So they, they said, y'all, we just put all this money in the tithes and offering, and all of a sudden, y'all got air conditioning, you're going to make me sweat. <laughs> uh, Tamika, I know you said they done lost their mind. I understand. I'm wishing me. Know, they haven't, and you know Nika's really lost it because she have a hot flashes, So she's like, <laughs> Nika don't even, she don't even play with you. She tell you right out the gate, I'm hot, right? Now, so it's important, right? Now, uh, so so here's the, watch. Now, God loved them. Don't miss this, Derek. God loved them so much that God spoke to them, man, through the prophet. Now, watch what happened when God is your problem, all right? Now, so, and, now watch what happened when he says, and he went out to meet King Asa. So God goes and talks, and God talks to the prophets, I want you to go meet with King Asa. He says, and uh, Asa, uh, he was returning from the battle, right? And then he said, listen to me. Listen to me. I want you to hear what I got to say. God said, listen to me, Asa, all right? And understand what's going on. And then he says this. uh, He shouted, listen to me, all you people of Judah and Benjamin. The Lord, what? Will what? Let's say it again. The Lord will what? Stay with you. The Lord will stay with you as? Yes. Hold on. There's a word in there, Tyrese, that says as long as. Yes. Yes. That implies that any event that you don't, yes. God becomes your problem. Yes. God said, you, 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 you don't want to follow me? Yes. That's good, I'm about to do something. I'm, I'm going to let you know who I am for real because in this kingdom, I run the show. I know, I know you think you run the show because you got a nice job and, and you're doing fine. You got a nice family, now, Lisa, but I want you to know, man, you have what you have because it's mine. And, 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 I, and, I, and I gave it in to you. And then sometimes you can get a little arrogant, a little cocky and feel like, you know, I don't need the Lord. I can do this because I got a full one. That's what they said in 2008, man, when the market crashed. When they thought they had something, they was broke right after that. Because God says, I'm running this show. Right? So he says, as long as all right, uh, you stay with him. In event that you don't stay with him, man, he becomes your problem. All right, now, now listen to what it says, all right? And uh, then he goes on and says, whenever you seek him, now, this is good, man. Watch what happened. You will find him. Isn't that powerful? Now, this is, this is God talking to Asa and the people. He says, long as you make him the priority and seek after him in his way, God says, you will find me. You want to know why I'm at he says, well, I don't know where the Lord is. He says, seek after me and you'll find me. I show myself to you if I'm the priority. But if I'm not the priority, it's going to be hard to find me. You won't, I can be in plain sight and you won't see me because I'm not the priority. Well, yes. oh, that's interesting, isn't it? Right? So then he goes on to say this here. Oh, man. But if you abandon him, yes. now for those who don't understand what abandon means, when If you decide to turn your back on him, I don't need the Lord. I can do this. I don't need to go to church no more. I got this. I can just watch it on TV and get back in the shower and go to bed because I got this for real, for real. I got this thing under control, right? Now, remember, it ain't what everybody else knows. It's what God knows. So God knows your heart. It's important. Don't miss that piece, all right? I don't want to make nobody feel guilty. I just want you to feel it, all right? Now, he says, if you abandon him. He would definitely. Now, here's the new generation. This New Testament people, they said, no, that's under the law, right? They don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear, man, God is the same. Now, here's the thing. You don't want to take the old. Oh, you don't want to hear that because it ain't to your benefit. You just want to hear, man, God to be with me always, even until the end of the world. <laughs> You know, I can do all things. I can quote those scriptures in the New Testament and live in any kind of way. Doing anything I want to do, living in any kind of way I want. Then I quote stuff, man, that sound good. That's why Jesus said, now listen, this is Jesus talking. Remember, Jesus was not in the New Testament. All right, I just let y'all in on the secret. All right, I know you guys thought he was, but he wasn't, right? The New Testament did come to after Jesus. Everything you hear Jesus talk was the Old Testament. He came under the law. The New Testament came after Jesus went to Calvary. Amen. So when Jesus said, this is what Jesus said. This is good. You serve me with your lips, but your heart is far from me. God said, you serve me. You talk about it, but your heart is far from me. All right. Now, so the writer is telling him, said, listen, if you abandon God, God going to abandon you. And you will be out there. Now, listen, God is not the author of sin, right? But when you sin, he gets in the business. And then he gives you a consequence. I heard God told me one time. He says, when you do something wrong, he's talking about consequences, you don't get to shout over it. You can't pray over it. You can't dance over it. He said, you got to consequence your way through it. Uh, uh, we think we can do stuff contrary to God's laws. And think his principle doesn't work. He said, no, there's a consequence for your decision making. And you can't come to the altar and dance over it. You can't shout over it. You can't pray over it. You got to deal with the consequences of abandoning God. Because what we said was, I'm a, now listen, it was, I didn't abandon God. Yes, you did. You decided because God said, don't do it. You said, no, God, I'm going to do me today. Because this feels good to me. All right? So this feels good to me. So I got to do this today. He said, okay, now I'm telling you don't do it. Because the wages of sin is death. And then I cannot violate my word. There's got to be a consequence to go along with your action. Now you don't get to choose the consequences. You get to choose the action. Right? And so now I'm trying to do something, God, and you're trying to get out of it, and you're trying to pray your way out of it. And God said, no, this is my problem here, baby. He said, this is, this is my doing, and you're going around, and you're talking to people, and you're trying to figure it out. God said, oh, no, you got to come through this one. This is me doing this to you, right? He said, and then he says, now you got to repent, and you got to turn this thing. He said, and then I put it in the seal of forgiveness to remember it no more, right? He said, but remember there's still a consequence for your decision making. We want to say, oh, man, I done messed up. I slept with so-and-so wife, and I'm sorry. And the husband said, You sorry, but I ain't gonna forget you. (laughs) You better not turn your back. God gonna forgive you, but he said, I'm not. Because there's a consequence, man, for your decision making. You wanted to go away, man. Just be my friend again. He's all in all. Right? Now, so it's important to understand that. I don't want you to miss that. So when God becomes your issue, now here's the deal. Now In that verse, there's three things that were said. I want you to get it, make a note, snapshot it, take a picture of it. One, it says, the Lord is with you while you are what? With him. him. Now, keep in mind, I want God to be with me, all right? So I got to walk accordingly, man, so he'll stay with me. If I want God to be with me, man, I'm going to do whatever I, whatever I have to do, man, to make sure I'm in good standing with him at all times. But then it says, if you seek him, it also said what? So in the event that it seems like he's nowhere, if I seek him, now listen, even if I did something wrong, if I repent and seek him, he will show up in my life. And listen, and he'll help you through that difficult time. He's going to help you through every situation. And he'll strengthen you in the process. and And he'll forget. Remember, I will put it in the sea of forgetfulness to remember. And I will forgive you for what you did. But just know, man, I'm creating the problem. Right? Because I told you ahead of time not to do it. Not to turn. I said, I don't care what the president said. Right? You cannot stop worshiping me. They can shut the church down, but you better stay connected with me. He said, forsake not to assemble yourself together. They said, but we can't come together. He said, well, you better Zoom. Right? He said, it's important, right? He said, now, don't get away from it. The third thing, he says, if you forsake him, he will forsake you there's three things he said there that's extremely, extremely important now, now, so I'm in good so I, in the kingdom man, I'm rolling I can, be, I can guarantee success all I got to do is stay with him and you can't fake it till you make it you, you're only faking the people out you don't fake God out people, that's the world talking fake it till you it. God said don't you live a lie thinking you're going to get the truth so don't you fake it until you make it. You're not, you can't fake it till you make it. You have to live it like you're supposed to live it. Right? Good, bad, or indifferent, because God says, listen, I need you. He says, listen, I empowered you. I gave you my Holy Spirit. I gave you all of me so you can be successful. I gave you your gifts. I gave you your talent. I gave you access to resources. I gave you access to people. I gave you everything you need in order to be everything you want to be. Why would you abandon me? Why would you let the devil trick you into going? He said there's a consequence for it, right? Now, so it goes on and says, for as long, for a long time. Everybody say a long time. Long time. Israel, now watch Israel, just like today. This is just like today. As though it was, I mean, it seemed like he wrote it today. Uh, for a long time, Israel was without a true God. People don't want to worship I don't believe in Jesus. Jesus was a man. uh, Oh, they don't want to hear none of that kind of stuff. Because they smart now. They so intelligent, they went back and they studied Egyptology. You know, so they, they, comedic teaching. Oh, yeah. So they go back and then watch. The thing that carried them through and they knew it was God, they abandoned them. And they start worshiping something else, man, because they thought they were smart And what you was doing, and the devil tricked you. Now you knew. I, listen, I'm talking to the people who knew that it was Jesus that brought you through. And then you got old and went to college and got smart, and you figured out, you know, now I know more. See, they tricked me. I didn't know. So then I abandoned God for something else, and then I got all, all hell break loose. I can't even make a right decision no more. But I'm smart. You know, I know who Pharaoh, all the Pharaohs were. I know who they are. I, I, I know all this stuff, but, but I abandoned the God that brought me and my mama through and my brothers through when we didn't have no food. When we was homeless and, and, the, and the person dropped off some grocery and, 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 and fed us and we didn't have nothing. But now I got a nice job and I went to college and, and I'm educated and I don't need all of that anymore. You know, so so all this information come and we abandon him right now. So it says, so they were without a true God, watch this, end, without a priest to teach them. So you got pastors or priests today and they can't teach it because they not live in it. They don't know it because they, they hustling people. I'm not saying this for everybody. Some of them are big time hustlers, man. It's about what they can get out of people. So you're not teaching people the true God and what the kingdom is all about and it's about relationship and building. It's all about what I can get out of you. So I got the $100 lines. I got the prayer clause. I'm selling you water out of my bathroom. Told you it came out of Egypt. So you send 150000 to get a, a bath, some water out of Israel that really came out of Grand Haven Lake. Now, I, I, I hate to tell y'all, I hate to tell y'all I'm telling the truth because my mama did it. She, she, she had the people coming. She lived on Twin Lake Drive land. And mama, I said, mama, where? Hey, you know, that's when Reverend Ike was on the road. You know, Reverend Ike, uh, who, where Reverend you have no you know Reverend Ike? He had the prayer club. My mama said, he can do what I can do. And people gave her a few dollars too, man. She got a, a couple of fifths out that thing. Right, JB mama got him, man. She got him. She got him. All right, my sister told you a story. She gonna give me when I get home, right? Now, so it's important, but they they didn't have true priests. So, and then, now watch this here. All right. And without the law, they was not, they didn't have God. They didn't, they watch this here. We in a we're in a time now where people are abandoning the word of God, so they don't have a law because they don't know what the word of God says. So because they got mad and left the church, now their kids don't know the word. They got Bibles on apps. They got Bibles on iPads. They got everywhere you go. They got everywhere, but but they don't know the word. So they don't have nothing to govern their life. So they so smart, they can govern their own life. Right? So they don't have any law. So we're dealing with people, and we walk away, and we say, man, listen, I'm telling you, man, I ain't dumb. I ain't stupid. I'm smart enough to make this decision. Are you really? I told my wife when we got married. I said, "Listen, Ardina, now we're not gonna be clowning, acting a fool, and, and all this kind of stuff. Just remember, in event that you say something and you think you're right, and I say something, we're not gonna argue and clown. We're gonna go and see what God's law say about it. If the Bible says it, that settles it. And and so you got so we. we but they had a, people had got away because Solomon." has started to do it, Rehoboam has started to do it, and he's telling Asa, so Asa be careful, he said because they don't have no priests to teach them the laws. So people are doing their own thing and making up their own laws as they go, and here's what happens, and I'm on Facebook, and you can say something crazy if you want to, but D'Angelo checked my Facebook, I don't check it. Most of the people, man, don't know nothing about the Bible, and they fight the church. They fight the Bible and, and they, they fight it and they, they don't even know what the Bible say. Or oh, they say, it ain't right. Now, I don't know why y'all follow it. Why you going? Because you don't even know. You don't even know what it says. And here's the sad thing. The people who know won't live it. So the people that's out there who don't know, they don't know what to live because the people who's supposed to do it won't do it. See, God said, well, I got to step in and shake up the world. Now y'all in a mess. Now everybody crying, people was dying so fast with the pandemic, everybody was praying. They said, man, this is good, it, was, it, was it didn't do no good, they still was dying. More people died than the pandemic than World War I and Two combined. What happens when God is your problem? Because you had a nation of people, man, who literally, man, turned away from God. And, and I, 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 listen, the people, listen, I'm not a politician, man. I promise you that. And, 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 and I don't care nothing about Donald Trump or Joe Biden, right? I promise you, I, I really don't. Listen, so they don't get to call me back and call me out. But when you have the evangelical church, decide that said we, as a church, we're going to back Donald Trump. I'm talking about the church. When his track record that he's a liar, he's a womanizer, he do everything that we were supposed to do. That means somebody not following the laws. Now you can look at your now because what happens is a special interest group. What's in it for us? But when you got somebody we know is wrong and we're going to back you. And we're supposed to be walking in righteousness. We're supposed to represent the king. God says, let me show you something. I'm going to be your problem. i shake this baby up. I'll take your whole democracy and kick the doze in on it. Because when you listen, what happened? when you got the problem. God says, I'll show you I'm the problem. And then I remove my restraints. And they they're come in, Washington, D.C., in thousands and kick the whole building in. God says, I'm your problem. He said, I, I remove my restraints since you don't want me to govern. You don't wanna follow my laws. Now, all the people out there on social media, call D'Angelo. I'm gonna give you his number. <laughs> now, so, so, it says, so during those dark times, watch, well, during our dark times, all right, it was not safe to travel. Look what's going on. It's not, we can't go nowhere. we scared in Muskegon. Kids don't even want their kids to play outside in Muskegon because they shooting out the other day. Uh, kids were playing basketball. Somebody come and shot and kill a guy playing basketball in the yard. Right? Dark time. It was not safe to travel. Problem- this was here. Problems troubled the people of every land. All over. Not just in Muskegon. I was in Jackson, Mississippi. On the news, it's a shootout at the grocery store. There's another shootout man at the convenience store. And it was, it was cra- all over. I thought I was in Muskegon. But I was in Jackson. Anywhere you go, it's not exempt. Not the black community, the white community. Listen, they're killing everywhere. They said black on black crime. The white kids killing in the house. They're killing their parents. Right? The enemy, is the, what, he's destroying people. Kids are killing their parents. They're killing their friends. I'm on the plane. The guy says, man... The guy, two people next door, they got to fighting over a toothbrush in Chicago. He said, and it was a shootout. Now the kids can't even go outside over a toothbrush. God says, when you don't teach the laws, people become lawless. And when they're lawless, they'll do anything to anybody. And we wonder why, right? So nations fought against nations and cities against cities, but God was troubling them with every kind. God says, I'm creating this problem. Right now, but as for as for you, this was God talking to Asa. This as for you. Now I'm, I'm over my time, and uh, I'm over my time because of uh, uh who's that? It's good. It's good. So, somebody was in my in my Who was it? On the, who was it? On the, oh, oh, and they said, "You need to spend more time." Kosei. Oh, yeah. I like to Kosei. She said, "I'm tired of coming to church, and by the time I get my kids dressed, and you gone in an hour. and out." And said <laughs> so. It <he> says, <laughs> "I said, I got you. I'm gonna go a long time next week." Right. <laughs> I'm not going to go that long for real. But so it says, but as for you, everybody say, as for you. As now, for you. J- he's just like Asa, he's talking to you. As for you, be strong. And what? For your work will what? Be now, he's talking to Asa, man, because Asa was righteous. He said, God said, I got you, Asa. He says, be on guard. And Watch, this. watch, what, watch, watch what Paul said to Corinthians. He, this is what God told Corinthians. Be on guard. Right? Stand firm. Stand firm. with In the what? Faith. Believe it in God, right? Be courageous, be strong, and do everything with what? Love. Now, th- this is Paul talking, right? So, Paul talking. So, A- God is talking. When he go back, he goes back in the Chronicles, and God tells Asa, Tell him to be strong, all right? And stand, stand on the word. It's important. Listen to me. Don't you forget this, man. We get so busy doing things, man. We don't think we need God, and we're going through life, and God will upset your whole world. Listen, God will upset your world. Listen, my, listen I was at home in the bed, y'all, and I got a phone call, and they told me my son got shot. We was playing phase 10, laughing, having a good time, and the phone rang, and yeah. changed my world. I don't know if my son's going to live or die. That's how quick the enemy. enemy says, the enemy will attack you. You can't get away from him. The only thing that saved my, my saving grace, man, I knew the word. And I stood on it. Come or go, I had to trust God's word. And I knew God's word, and I believed in God's word. And whatever the results was, I was riding. I got to the point. I said, God, I'm with you. Ride or die. I'm with, I, don't know, I don't know what's going to happen when I get down there, but I'm, you're my ride or die. I'm rolling with you, right? And here's my thing. My confidence was in I knew the word. My confidence was I knew I had been walking the righteous. That was my confidence. I don't care what happened. I love my son with all my heart. It's Ardina, and then Aj and Nessa. And then everybody else coming in somewhere along the way. <laughs> I love them. Tasha, you think you love Tyrese? Man, man, I love them, man. But I knew, God, it was in your hands. And I knew I walked in righteousness. So whatever you did, I was like the Hebrew boys in the fire front. I got down and said, "God, whatever they tell me, I'm riding with you. Even if you don't, I know you're able to. So I'm, I'm, put, I'm, put, I'm, I'm riding. I'm riding you. I'm riding with you on this one, right? And that's what we have to be. Now, what did it? I knew the word, and I followed the word, and He still... So then when Paul says. Be on guard. Stand firm in the faith. Stand here. Stand firm in the word. You got to be able to stand. You can't quote the Bible and you live in a hellish life. Quoting won't do it. I was telling my goddaughter, She said, uh, we was talking and she's talking about some scripture. I said, baby. I said, you can't take. I said, you can't drive your car home on the steering wheel. You can't sit on the battery and get home. Right? That's what we do. We quote a scripture and think it's going to take us somewhere. No, you got to put that thing in order for you to get where you got to go, you got to have all the parts of the car. Right? You got to know that thing and then afford for it to work. In the event there's something wrong and there's a shortage in the battery cable, the car ain't going to start. If it's a shortage in your life, man, it won't go. You can't expect to go, man, when you know you got a shortage and so you got to go to the mechanic and get it fixed. Jesus, come to me. All you did is labor, and I have it laden, and I give you turn to me, and then I will turn to you. you know, I'm the wrecker. If you, your car broke down, call me. He said, if your life break down, call me. I get you where you gotta go. He said, but you gotta eventually gotta come down. My, road. he said, I'm telling you. And some of you all got such great relationship. He gave you insurance that so you don't even have to pay for it. Come without money. You don't need no money. You just need him. You need faith in him. Ooh, that's good, ain't it? Yeah. Ooh, warning, warning, will, 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 will. So I'm going to wrap this thing up all right now. So, so, so watch Ephesians. This is good because I'm going to tell you what you're dealing with because when God is your problem, all right? A final word. This is God. He's about to talk about the the, the of the He said, um, be strong. Be strong in the what? Lord. And in his mighty what? Then he tells us something. Put on. What did he say do? You got to take God in. You got to make God your life. Jesus said, eat all of me. Don't play. You can't play church. He said, you got to come and put on the full armor of God so you can fight against this spiritual thing. Right? He says, because this thing is a spiritual warfare. You're not fighting a physical war. The physical is manifesting in the physical, but it's farther than the spiritual. If it's farther he said, listen, then you need the Holy Spirit. That's why God gave it to you. Then he says, uh, he says, put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand against all the strategies of the enemy. Now, listen to him. You know some of his strategies. You know it. And what he's doing, and God says, listen. Because you know and you won't, he said, then I'm your problem, right? Because I take my restraints back because I'm not working for you as long as you out there acting a fool. You don't want to listen to me because I can stop this thing whenever I want to stop it. I can fix this. Thing. Whenever I want I can change the game. I would tell uh, 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 someone, I said, man, God is so good, man. He is so good, right? So we have to live in such a way that when a trouble hit, we just got to stay the course. Just keep on rolling. Eventually, man, the water is it's gonna level itself, all right. And I know what God said. It look a little rough right now, but Jesus is on boat. He's in the boat, y'all. He just sleep. He there? He says, "Why are you got are you a little faith? Don't y'all trust the same God I trust?" Don't you believe in the same guy, right? Now, when you decide that you're going to do you, when you decide you're going to do you, and then God says, okay, you're going to do you, then I'm going to be your problem. Everybody said, no, God ain't the problem. Hold oh, on, listen. He's sovereign. The whole earth below him. He can't be yours in the good times and not the bad, right? So whatever's happening, God says, I'm there. not saying that he create the sin, right, but he can hold back his restraints. Remember the story of Job? And he, told, he said, I'm running this whole show, Job. Satan, you're not running. I'm going to show you I'm in charge. You can only do what I allow you to do. And so God allowed things to happen. Remember that? He said, But I'm the problem. It could be a good problem or a bad problem, but I'm the one. So what I'm going to do? I'm going to stay on the Lord's side because He makes me mighty happy. And He makes me mighty glad. So I don't care what I'm going through, I don't care what's happening. I'm not leaving the side of the Lord. And I'm going to get closer to him. Because if I get close to him, then he come close to me. If I look for him, I find him. So whatever I'm going through, I feel terrible. But I know one thing for sure. Won't he will? Won't he will? And I, I rather, uh, without, without my wife' permission, I'm going to tell you this story. <laughs> but my... Um, we, we were first married, and we were so excited, man. We had a child, AJ. We, we, uh, uh, we had AJ, and then uh, AJ was, uh, was, not AJ, we didn't have AJ. So it was our first child, and we was all excited, and I didn't care. She went to the doctor every week, and the doctor said, oh, you're in great shape. You're doing good, and I don't know all the doctor stuff, but I know her belly was big, and I was rubbing it. We got the room ready. it was all the, And then the last week, she went for a last checkup. The last, all the checkups was great to the last one. When he got to the last, he said, I'm sorry, Miss Duran, your baby's dead. Right? But you got to carry it another week because you got to deliver it. Right? And it, it, it rocked her world, right? It rocked our world because we was a young couple, man, saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost, filled, five, baptized. We was running. That's the church, God in Christ. Right? We was on fire, nigga. And, and all of a sudden, our world got rocked. And we lost the baby. And dean almost lost her mind. And it was crazy. And then... It was September 1st. I'll never forget it. It was September 1st, and, and it was crazy. And then, and I said, God, this is too much for us. And he gave us AJ. It was a blessing. The boy couldn't sneeze. I didn't, if he sneezed, I didn't cry. I mean, everything, the boy, he coughed, she was crying. So I didn't, I promised he ain't about to die. <laughs> Listen. On September 1st, now I want you to remember. Here, this here, and I'm, I'm wrapping this up. On September 1st, didn't was still grieving. With AJ, she still was grieving. Right? On September 1st, Anissa was born. The same day that he took the first baby. The she, what? It was the God says, "I got you." Right? Because you guys walking around, I know you dealing with something. And all this here, and listen. For 35 years, it didn't make sense. For 35 years, it didn't make no sense until a couple from the church came and the girl was pregnant and the baby was dead inside of her. And then I said, you got to talk to my wife because what God does for you is not for you because everybody couldn't minister to her. It had to be somebody, but then it just happened to be the one that God used. But she didn't get a chance to use that testimony for 35 years, and it was hurting. But God says, "But watch this." But God says, "I'm in charge. You don't see it. That's why He told us in everything, give thanks." But this is the will of God when you're walking in righteousness. That's why you walk in right, and that's why I said we was walking in right. Sam, we did everything that you thought you could do right. We did it right, but we still had to deal with stuff in life. But it was all, and I can give you one testimony after another testimony, how God blessed it, and I thought it was crazy, and God worked it out. Because God says, I'm I'm the one, and I didn't understand why. It didn't make no sense. I'm like, no, we're supposed to have our baby. Shoot, we saved, we living right. God says, no, not so. He said, I'm running this thing, because there's somebody coming along that's going to be dealing with something, and only you can minister it. They got to hear from you. Otherwise, they won't weather the storm. They may not have a faith, so they may not weather the storm because it's going to be so overbearing to them, and Nobody's going to understand it. And everybody talked to them. Watch this. Everybody that talked to our dinner. It made it worse. This all oh, we understand, sister, dear, and we love you. Everybody that said something. It was like they were sticking a knife in her. She would come on worse. And, then, and she said, I'm about to kill myself. She said, I was about to commit suicide. She said, but I, my love for you and my love for God. That's how, that's, how, that's how the devil was hitting us so hard. I mean, that's how bad it was. It was tough, right? And, but we made it through it. And when that girl came to me and told me that, and I said, oh my God, I started shouting on the inside. I said, God, that's why you got to do it. And when they called me and said, we had this, said, oh, I'm excited to do whatever, because I knew it was our testimony to them. And they need to hear it because they were so hurt. They were so wounded, man, about to see because they wanted the baby so bad. Then you needed something to know, man. God had to let them know, I got you through this thing. You're going through it. But I'm never going to leave you nor forsake you. What do you do when God is your problem? You turn to him. Everybody say turn to him. Don't turn away from him. Turn to him. And remember, he's sovereign. He can't be sovereign all a good time. He's always sovereign in his kingdom. Nothing happens in his kingdom without his permission. When you do it, get another hand clap. Amen. God is good all the time. Don't be discouraged. Don't let the devil, man, throw you off. Don't let the devil throw you off. Get back into the word of God. Trust the word of God. Trust God in the process and move forward, so God can use you to be a blessing. If I can let everybody give their testimony, if I let everybody give their testimony, everybody got a testimony. How good God is, and what God did for you. Everybody got a testimony, right? I want you to think about your testimony and how God brought you through, and trust that testimony. Everybody, stand to your feet. Let's bow our heads. Maybe there's someone out there who don't know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. You don't know God as your Lord and Savior. You have not put your faith in him, and you want to do it. Just raise your hand, put your hand back down, all right, if you're out there. And maybe you're out there, and then you have not, you have not been walking the way you want to, and God has not been the Lord of your life. You say you accept Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, but he has not really been the Lord of your life, and you want him to be the Lord of your life. Raise your hand up and put it back down. Just raise it up real quick and put it back down. Good. All right. It's called rededication and recommitting your life to him. Dear Heavenly Father, I want everybody to say this for me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for being a blessing in my life. Today, I'm rededicating my life to you. Today, I'm going to allow you to be the Lord of my life. I'm going to put my faith in you. And trust you to help me make the right decisions at the right time. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, that's the most important thing that you can do is rededicate your life Lord. Amen. God is good. I hope you guys enjoyed the message. Uh, And that testimony at the end was just powerful. It's for somebody. I don't know who it's for, but it's for somebody. That's why God had me share it. All right. Uh, Be strong. Be courageous. Have faith in God. What do you do when God is your problem? Turn to him. Don't turn away from him. When You make us turn to him. Amen. uh, Don't sit down. Uh, You guys have been a blessing and a giving. So at this time, uh, you can write a check to the church or you can do it in an offering, all this stuff. You know how we do it. So I'm going to go through all that. But thank you all so much for everything you do for us, all the many blessings. We can't do what we do apart from you. There's no way we can do it. If you want to be a part of this church, a part of this ministry, and you want us to be a part of your kingdom family, uh, see Sister Trina or Sister Camilla or somebody on the team, and they give you a card, and then i reach out to you and let you know we have new members class. I don't want to bring you up front the old traditional way and embarrass you and make you, a, I hate it when they made me walk down the aisle. I was walking down the aisle. Phil, I was mad the whole time. Why are they doing it? He could call me in his office. <laughs> I went. So I, I said, if I become a pastor, I ain't going to put nobody on the spot like that, right? Now, so, but if you want to be a part of this ministry, we would love for you to be a part of it. Please join our ministry. Amen? Amen. All right, so have you want to do your offerings, fine. Dear Lord, as we leave this place, never your present, thank you for everyone that came today. And those who are listening, Lord, let them turn to you and trust you and have confidence in you. And remind them how you brought them through every situation and every circumstance. You were there. Let them know that you are sovereign and you love them with all your heart, so much so that you gave your son to us to let us know that you want us back into relationship with you. Be with us. Guide our hearts, guide our mind. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you all. Have a nice, awesome, wonderful Sunday afternoon.